Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Dragon of the Movies. Hey, everyone. The baby's awake, but maybe maybe he'll like sneak in here and, uh, you know, scream. mess with us. Yeah. <laughs> scream at you Basically. real quick. <laughs> he scream at me, come out, then cry because I won't pick him up. And yep. then once I pick him up, he just like goes, no, I need to be placed back down. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. Very All fun. that fun stuff. Very, very fun. Very, uh, very toddler. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. All right, Dragon. How was, uh, I mean, you know, how was your week? Um, it was fine. Uh, work, work has been busy. I, um, I'm now, I'm 32 weeks tomorrow as of this recording and I am it, uncomfortable. We were lighting. just talking about. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I feel like I was doing really well with this pregnancy generally. And then <laughs> like this third trimester, it's going to hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yep, okay, yep. cool cool my whole yep. body is just kind of hurts i remember when that happened to my chick so yeah <laughs> very excited for you yeah <laughs> you're, like, you're gonna be great <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fine don't worry about it no no big deal uh i'm like getting my my waist is growing like half an inch a week <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i don't really understand how it's gonna continue to do that for the next eight weeks but <laughs> i mean we'll see I guess you'll you'll see. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun, Dragon. Yeah, yeah, I I mean I won't split open probably. Yeah, my body was made to do it, right? It'll be fine. It'll be. It'll happen. I mean, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It'll be okay. We we as humans have survived so much worse than this. I mean, not all of us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be good to point. <laughs> to be fair, um, Dragon, anyway, I would I would say that you have to remember that we are not descendants of lesser men. No. Oh, sorry, I'm... fearful men. There you go. I was gonna so, say that's that was a fuck up of this. Yep, almost almost fucked up. But we are not descendants of fearful men. So, yeah. you know, what I guess what I'm saying is that means he's a little bitch. <laughs> Shut up! If you had to do this, you would be the biggest pussy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. Oh, you know what I would do? I would just first off, I would complain the entire time. Yep. And then afterwards, I would just talk about how how great I was doing ha having done it. It's actually like, just oh, you. It's you running a marathon. That's exactly yeah. what you do when you run a marathon. I just complain the entire fucking time. Think, why have I ever done this in my life? And then the moment it ends, I'm just like, you know what? I am fucking amazing. So, yeah. yo, all everyone bow before me. Yeah, that I can't fucking. Nice. I I can't wait to like lord that over everybody. Like, you oh, know what I you, did? Yeah, please, I put I yes. pushed a human out, or I had a human extracted <laughs> from me in one way or another. So fuck you. Know, you. <laughs> you know what I did? I created life. Yeah. What the I fuck did godly. you do? Literally, I am godly. <laughs> I the fact that people aren't worshiping me is just weird. To be honest. <laughs> um. All right, Berta. What about you? How was your week? Uh, I mean, nothing much. You know, hung out with the boy. Yep. Um, he's learning new skills, including whistling. So that'll be good when uh, chicks walk by. That video um, of him imitating you whistling was so cute. <laughs> yes. Just, I mean, he doesn't know how to do it right because number one, you're supposed to whistle while you're like breathing out. Yeah. But he's doing it both ways. So it's just like. <laughs> yeah, honestly, he, that's that's still pretty smart. He uh, he can't he can't do it properly. But don't worry, we'll, we're going to work this out. And once okay. we uh, workshop it. We're going outside. I'm gonna get him to whistle at pretty chicks, dude. I'm I like, that I don't, that I don't think I do it to her. I don't think I learned to whistle until I was in like middle school. <laughs> I don't I think mean, I ever learned to do it. I don't think I've shown him how to do it, or even did it in front of him. He just started doing it because he probably made the sound and was like, "This is a this is amazing. That Let me keep right. doing it." Yeah. And then what probably happens is we all do this as little kids, and then we just forget about it, and then uh, it's like a skill we unlearn. Yeah. Maybe like right, I don't know. like right now he is literally climbing everything imaginable, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'm sure that's a skill that uh, 
basically we just stop learning at one point. And then, you know, when it comes time to climb for a tree, we just like, I don't remember how to do this anymore. Yep, for sure. So little kids are really, really good at that. It's seemingly they're really good at like figuring out a way to get into the most danger possible, which means up high. <laughs> once again, once again, I remind you, if you ever wondering what is the most dangerous thing in my apartment, just I'll, I'll bring my son over, yeah. sit him in the center and wherever he goes, he'll be like, there, there. <laughs> It's like having a, one of those watering sticks. Yeah, like a divining rod. For <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like doing one of those. Oh, I fully believe that. I fully believe that. Yeah, we're, we're going to need the baby proofing that we're going to have to do in our apartment, which is just covered in like things that you can easily pull over on top and kill a child. It's just yeah, it's a couple of things that he'll probably do that. But more so it's like, it would be more so, I, I think it's number one, you don't have really have to worry about it until he starts walking. Right. So we're not going um, to. <laughs> Yeah. And then number two, uh, once he starts walking, it's really just like what you learn is kind of like, ah, just the edge, a couple of edges. And then like he, he has to like learn to not climb things. And by that, I mean, like you can't let him get away with it. Yeah. And he'll like at least what my kid does is he'll do it a couple times. And when once like I tell him to stop and he whines and complains and everything, then he just stops. Yeah. Interesting. So he listens, he, huh? Yeah. And then sometimes he'll start to do something and then just get over it. Yeah, like he'll he, like there was a there was a, a period where for like three days he would climb on top of the uh, a desk. He would literally like climb on the desk and stand up on it, and then like after a week he just stopped doing it. Interesting. So, like he's like that's not interesting to me anymore. So yeah, he, he already did it. Been there, done yeah. that. I just mean more like we have a bunch of um uh, bookshelves and stuff that aren't anchored to the wall in any way, shape, or form. That that's easy to anchor. We might need to do that at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I could show you what I got, Dragon. Don't worry. Yeah, I, we got, I, I'm sure, the, I'm, I bet they came with the anchor hardware. That we, just never, to... we just never did it. because. No, same thing, same thing. Do you want me to come over and just start yanking on stuff and be like, yep, that's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, do you mind? Do you, do you want to go <laughs> cut to our apartment being ruined? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, like, you, broke, like you broke $30,000 worth of electronics. <laughs> I'm just like, kidding. I didn't, don't have that armor. And, yeah. And the thing is, I didn't even like baby proof it. I just burdo proofed it. <laughs> you, just like, pulled, oh. you just pulled everything down. You didn't actually fix anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you're welcome. And then I just leave. All right. Let's get this bad boy started. Okay. Dragon. Okay. Okay. All right. Dragon, why don't we start with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch? Dragon? Yes. What did you watch on the couch this week? Okay. Um, I thought I watched way more stuff, but I apparently didn't. So I, I'm going to talk about a few things. So uh, first, um, Berto, there's this cult. Do you remember uh -huh. this? This cult uh, from, I think, a few years ago, where the the whole thing about it was the lady who, who was the head of the cult died after turning blue. Yes. And she, uh -huh. yes, yes, yes. So I watched, there's a documentary series, like a, a little mini series out about this cult. And it's called Love Has One, and it's on HBO. I think it's only three parts. It's pretty short. Yeah. It's a pretty short documentary series. Um, and it's, uh, uh, say it again. Rockumentary. Yeah, rockumentary series. Thank you. Um, and uh, I got to tell you, I liked it. <laughs> it was, it's actually one of those documentary series where I was like, they could have kept in way more stuff. Like they, this could have actually been a little bit longer. Um, okay. it, it just came out. It's on HBO. So basically the gist of it is like, this lady is crazy. Uh -huh. She started a cult. Yeah, yeah. I remember this guy. And um, people joined her. And it's always so interesting to me to see how that happens. 
like to see how this cult kind of comes to be. One of the other interesting things about it is the documentary is weirdly like it's it, it is obviously critical of her, but not as much as you would think. And one of the reasons is the cult is still going. And a lot of the people they interviewed for this cult are still actively involved in this cult, almost all of them, which means they they were not critical of it whatsoever. It wasn't like people who escaped and were dead then talking about how bad it was. It's like people who are still in the cult talking about how great it is and how which, like this woman was like their savior or whatever. Which I think is better. I mean, it's good because it's like a lot of times you only get the people who escaped and then yeah. talk about the horrors of it. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, well, it's kind of like one sided. Not that it's one, you know, it's kind of is one sided. No, it is one sided. But like, yeah. I do, I do want to also hear like someone who's in the cult mm -hmm. and like still experience, like, why are you there? Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? It's extremely interesting. It's also really interesting too, because you're like, it's so crazy to me that like every cult leader is like this, right? Where they have this like, they're like grandiose ideas and all this other kind of stuff and people like to follow them. But then when you actually see the way that the cult leader talks to their members, sometimes you're like, you're kind of you're just kind of an asshole like you're me yeah. and i don't understand how this person can be like oh they're like the goddess mother and like they you know they're they're undying love for us and blah blah blah. and then that goddess mother just called you a fucking stupid bitch you know <laughs> it's just weird to me that you hold those both both those things you never finished uh 1984 right no, I did. I I okay. did not. <laughs> so one of the but like, and I'm just gonna. By the way, spoiler alert for 1984, the book. At I the think end I of think the we'll book, be okay. <laughs> at the end of the book, um, the 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 main character gets captured by the the government, and he's being tortured. And basically, the the torturer comes out and goes like, "Hey, um, it two plus two. What does that equal?" And the mm -hmm. the guy's like four, and he's like, "What if the government told you it was five? Yeah. And be like, well, I don't care. Two plus two is equal to five. And then he tortures him. Yeah. And he tortures him to the point where the guy's like, okay, two plus two is equal to five. And he's like, no, no, no. That's not what I want to hear. Keeps torturing him. And he's torturing him. He puts him on the rack. And he keeps like yeah. winding the rack, by the way. Um, and then he's like, okay, cool. Uh, two plus two. What is two plus two? He keeps asking him the same question. What does two plus two equal? And the thing that gets him to stop torturing him is when he says two plus two equals four, but I want it to be five. Okay. I wish that it was five and it's kind of meant to be like well it's the the, the thing is that is these people don't actually think that this is a goddess mother right but they're afraid to say otherwise so it's like an open secret that, that everyone kind of lies about it's kind of like what everyone says about the Soviet system which yeah. was like well we all know this is terrible but the but well we all say this is great despite knowing it's terrible yeah. but we all kind of like everyone has to believe the collective lie yeah you know so that i, I think that I, does that shed any light into what how I mean, people yeah. uh no i get it this? i do i do understand it's just like i don't know be, being in a cult is so i know that anybody can technically get into a cult right and technically I, you're in a cult i, I yeah <laughs> wait wait which cult which cult am i in uh my cult Oh, okay. The Birdo is the Birdo is the coolest man in the world cult. Oh, Birdo. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but every time I see one of these documentaries, I'm always like, I feel like I wouldn't get into a cult. I'm I'm like too defiant. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I know that that's not true. Like anybody can technically be tricked into being in a cult. I mean, not me, but yeah. But that's because I started a cult. Right. Uh -huh. Wait, do you think that's the trick? Do you think the trick is the only people who won't get into a cult are cult leaders? Is that, is that like <laughs> No, I think there's just, I think, I think that human beings love structure. Yes, that is true. And, it and is being those part who, of a collective. 
Yes. And it is those of us who don't have any structure that mm-hmm. are most, uh, that are most, what's it called? They're, they're, mo- they're the ones that are most likely, that, yeah, the most vulnerable to be fall into yeah. anything with structure, which is why like some of the, some, like you always hear the big stories of like, it's like the, the, you always hear the story of like some fucking kid who grew up without a dad in a fucking <laughs> poor streets running around. And then some football coach takes him and is like, no, you are going to fucking work your ass off. Yeah. And then that kid will always go like that man saved my life. Yeah. And it's just because the guy showed up and was like, no, you are, you're going to have structure in your life. And uh, that's kind of how human beings are. It's like whenever you, you have to have structure in your life. Otherwise it's uh, you know, idle hands of the devil's playground. Yeah, that's true. That right. is very true. You're welcome. You're okay. welcome for explaining to you how cults work. Anyway, I like the. I, I recommend the documentary. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I also think that. Series. Yeah, I also think that humans are very susceptible to. Uh, we are working for the greater good. Yeah. And like, you just have to tr- don't don't worry. Trust me. This is for the greater good. Yes, for sure. So I, it's just it's something about you being human. You know, we were just susceptible to these things. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, that's on HBO. Time to join. Or, what, sorry, do you like my cult though? Sorry, uh, do you like my cult dragon? Nah, hard pass. <laughs> but 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 in it you get to talk about how cool I am. Hard pass. <laughs> I am <Okay>. all set. <laughs> uh, okay. Next, all right. So we and Andrew um, went out to the and, theater yeah. and we went to Spectacle, our favorite Sorry. theater. Yes. Sorry, before you before you finish with that, let me just run. This is the uh, one more plug for your about... cult. <laughs> no, um, the woman who uh, yeah, started yes. the cult. Do you want to talk about what happened to her? Oh, I mean, I guess mild spoilers for the documentary, but she, yeah, it, but also real life. It, this was it's, like a big I, news story. I, I also think it's the best part about the fucking story, but go ahead. So she, so she was like a severe alcoholic, right? And mm-hmm. her, she ended up getting, like, going into what happens when you drink excessively every day for Detox. your entire life. No, no, no. She, her liver oh, failed. Liver her, her, yeah, yeah. Her liver failed. Um, no, she didn't detox. <laughs> that was one of the problems. But um, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. order to cure her liver failure, they gave her colloidal silver, which is a, a thing that their cult also sells. Like you yes. can, if you go on their website, you can buy like their merch. And a lot of it is like mm-hmm. these tinctures and oils and colloidal silver and like shirts cool. and stuff. It's, it's, it's stupid. Cool. Yeah, cool. It, it is. Exactly. Um, but they gave her so much colloidal silver that she turned blue, which is a thing that can happen if you take too much colloidal silver. Also, colloidal mm-hmm. silver is not going to help you. Don't take it. It's not. Uh, allegedly. 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 We're not scientists, uh, but I will say, I don't think that you should be ingesting silver. Well, you're not an expert. So what would you know, Dragon? Yeah, that's a good point. You know what? You know who else wasn't an expert? The chick that turned blue and died. Instead of going to a doctor. My favorite thing about the story, and you can correct me if I'm wrong in that, yeah. if I'm yeah, remembering ahead. it from some other cult, but like she basically was like, guys, I want to go to a doctor to her cult. And they were like, no, 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 that's that's the demons talking through her. Keep her here. <laughs> she basically, became a victim of her own yes. cult. <laughs> that is that is basically accurate. So basically what happened was at a certain point, she was like, I want to go to the hospital. And they call, they call them 3D hospitals instead of like whatever their fucking weird, you know, like thing is. And she was like, I want to go to a 3D hospital. And they were like, no, you're just saying that you don't want to. <laughs> She became a victim of her own cult. It's the best thing I've ever heard. Oh my god! I did think that. I did think that was very funny. I was like, "Yes, yeah, you know what? You reap what you sow, don't you?" <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, okay. Next, fun. if if that doesn't sell you on this cult, I don't know what will. <laughs> Dragon, let's. What's next? 
I do love the idea of like you're fully in charge until you aren't anymore and you're just like Fuck. I mean essentially that's what happens is like it takes yeah. it's a, it, all the cults they take a life of their own where suddenly you're like I, I mean I'm sure the guy who did um Jonestown was yeah. like ooh, I kind of don't want to kill myself but I'm already in too deep yeah like there is no well where else for me to go yeah right this is this is a one-way ticket <laughs> type mm-hmm. thing um Okay, anyway, uh, David, that wasn't David Crash. David Crash was Waco, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he also wasn't really, I mean, it wasn't really a cult leader. Well, it was a alternative well, small... lifestyles, I would say. Yeah. And, and um, also, he didn't like, he didn't kill anyone. <laughs> you know, he, it's not his fault that uh, the US government decided to just fucking throw smoke at them. them and then be like, what happens if we just light it on fire? I oh, know they'll come running out. And no, they did not. No, well, it turns, it turns out, out you, it's hard. It's hard to come uh, when you're on fire. It's hard to come <laughs> running out of a, of a burning building. You know, they probably should have asked a fire department that, like any fire department. Yeah. Hey guys, or, what or happens if, crazy, we, if yeah. we like set a, a building on fire full of kids? <laughs> here's another thing: they should have checked the smoke, the smoke, the smoke grenades for yeah, the instructions because yeah. it probably would have said like, "Be careful, this easily ignites." I think it's a hundred percent said that it it said warning flammable and that's why they did it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Anyway, this is all stuff that if the government found out we were talking about, <laughs> they would be like, "What? None of that is true. They killed themselves. They killed let's themselves. move on. Dragon. They killed. They killed their sure. own kids. <laughs> sure, just like Epstein. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> uh, next. Okay. So me and Andrew went to Spectacle, and we saw the Spectacle was doing a movie marathon. And I forget mm. what the what what even the like marathon was for. Yeah, I assume that it was for Hong Kong movies. Um, because we watched a uh 1980s um Hong Kong horror movie, which um notorious obviously for the weird ass shit that goes on in those movies. Um, Love and it. for horrible things being done to animals. <laughs> generally. I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, indeed? The last one we watched, I'm pretty sure they killed a dog. This one, I'm pretty sure they set some birds on fire. <laughs> and then, how like, else are them. we to create art? <laughs> and I was like, man, can you? You know how pissed I would be if I was a bird, and you set me on fire for a movie, and then this was the movie. Like this is the outcome of that movie, where I'm like, it's not even. It's not even a good movie. It's like a mm-hmm. weird, like horror movie that doesn't make any sense, and the plot is all over the place. And like, luckily, you're not a bird, and birds also wouldn't be thinking that. But let's move on. Don't, <laughs> they don't, don't have no that. concept of art. Oh well, uh, we forgot that birds are actually don't exist. They're just all government no. drones. Exactly. Um, Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so the movie was called The Rape After, mm-hmm. and it's basically the plot is, uh, this guy steals a statue from a um temple right as one does yeah as one does and in doing so takes off like the the um paper that was like binding an evil spirit in the statue so -hmm. the statue then sort of comes to life or the demon that is associated with the statue sort of comes to life rapes a woman gets her pregnant that woman dies right and then the guy that originally stole the statue is haunted by that woman Okay, you see, we're yeah. the layers. There are layers. Yeah, layers, layers, and layers <laughs> upon layers. Go on. Uh, and then themes. Um, themes, yes. And then um, uh, hilarity ensues. I guess I don't know. It's very oh. all over the place. These movies are always like they they often have like weird pregnancy or rape or um, fetus things, and mm-hmm. they often have animal cruelty in one way or another. <laughs> and then there's mm-hmm. always usually like some kind of demon or like you know a spirit thing that's like a cultural thing that i don't really understand but i feel like you would understand better if you were from hong kong um okay 
And uh, yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. You you can't watch it anywhere. Sorry. You should have caught it at Spectacle, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to see. So there's the, there's um this whole genre of movies from Hong Kong from this era called, I think they're called Cap 30 movies or Cap 3 mm-hmm. movies. And they're basically um movies that are like, that's like the highest rating you can get in Hong Kong in terms of like, that's like our rated X, you know? Okay. Yeah. Um, or NC-17 or whatever. Um, and a lot of them are often banned. So they develop this like weird cult following. And this is one of those movies. Well, that's what happens when you ban something. It makes people want to watch it even more. Exactly. Even though it's not good. And if you just didn't ban it, people would be like, oh, yeah, this isn't very good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> isn't that really the case? <laughs> yeah. What's that thing called? The, uh, is it the Streisand effect? I don't I have no idea. There's, uh, there's I think, and again, this might be wrong how, how, how it came to be. But apparently, like, someone published... Mm-hmm. Uh, Barbara Streisand's like address, and she went immediately went on the fence of being like, "How dare these people punish, uh, publish this and that?" Which then, and it was like a very little known thing. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly everyone was like, "Wait, someone published this?" And then everyone found out where she lives. But yeah. by the way, so I if- might be getting that com- completely wrong. I am even the effect, but I know that there's somewhere along the line that that's the concept. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there is that concept of like, if you ban something, it, you just make it. It's like the the uh, the thing that we're just seeing now in the news, right? The Osama bin Laden letter that like TikTok wants to ban. And you're like, well, if you ban it, then more people are going to read it because you're going to be like, why is yeah. this thing being banned? Just yeah, ignore basically. it and it'll go away. Like most or things, just, if you just ignore it, it'll go away. Or here's an idea. Just let people say what they want. And then the rest of us go, what a bunch of idiots. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, that's uh, this is what you're uh, on your high horse about this time. Anything you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like basically what you want to do is just have my son, let mm-hmm. me have that happen in front of my son, and then I can point at him and be like, You see that? That's a moron. Yeah, move on. <laughs> Critical thinking skills, not there. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, it's one of those movies. Uh, I and again, the plot's weird, they're all weird. I think if you have a chance to see some of these movies, they're they can be fun to see, especially with like a, a group right? Like a, a big yeah. audience. Cause like you're all laughing at the same thing. There's always stuff that's weird. Um, but uh, yeah. So we watched that. So I've seen an insane amount of these movies now for somebody who's for, for a bunch of movies that like are not accessible anywhere. <laughs> at one point you're going to have to give us your definitive list of <laughs> cap three films yeah, or whatever they are. The I, definitive they, list. They're probably, they're probably that is they're all called they all have like four different names right because they were released like <laughs> under various titles they're yeah. like with weird cuts you know and none of them are found being you can find, not find any of them anywhere <laughs> so it won't even matter if i give you a list i could just make up titles and names and like, okay <laughs> i'm like yeah i saw this obscure one at uh you know this tiny little theater near me and it was the only nope. 35 millimeter print in existence so <laughs> oh my look. god Okay. All right. So anyway, I watched that. The last thing I want to talk about is Andrew and I just got back today um, from the theater where we watched the new Studio Ghibli movie, um, uh, The Boy and the Heron. So this mm-hmm. is by um, Miyazaki. Yeah, Miyazaki. Famous, famous uh, cartoon guy. Japanese. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I guess animated filmmaker. Um, cartoon dude. Yeah. Cartoon dude. Um, we just watched this. I, it's in theaters, by the way, if you want to watch it. Yeah. I did not like it. I do not like these movies. (laughs) Cartoon movies or? Miyazaki movies specifically. So there's, I think, I think it is 
partially it's cultural, right? Where I just like, to, it just like, isn't my, it, it just like, doesn't hit me the way I think it would probably hit other people who are more attuned with, with like Japanese culture. Um, yeah. I also like, I just don't like the style of storytelling it is. And I don't like the animation style. So the whole thing for me is just like boring. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Did you see, did you see Ponyo? That's one of the other ones that I saw. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I tried to watch Spirited Away and then I was like, this is just ridiculous. So like, this is just stupid. I've never seen Spirited Away, um, but I was told that I would probably, I would maybe like that one. And I was told I would no, like, no, maybe that's what Princess everyone, that's what everyone Ronda, fucking yeah, says. Yeah. Everyone always goes like, oh, you watch this one, but you would actually watch like this one. Yeah, you and should it's watch like, this No, one, it's the yeah. same fucking shit that was before. Yeah. So I had, I remember we, we saw Ponyo in the movie theater and I remember um, just thinking, this is a movie for five-year-olds. Like, this is not like, why am I watching this? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Yeah, but not even that. It's like the way it was the way it was done. I was like, this is for really small children. And I just yeah, am yeah. not interested in this in any way. This one I don't think is for really small children. I think I just thought it was boring. And even Andrew was like, yeah, it was a little boring. And he usually likes these. So I feel vindicated in that. Um, the other, the other it's like, oh yeah, Alejandro just came to visit. Mm-hmm. Except he didn't visit. He uh, showed up. I pulled them on the bed and then he went, all right, cool. And then bounce. Yeah. As he does. Um, as you can imagine, Berto, this has a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, which yep. is interesting. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing. A lot of, oh, Jesus Christ. What is the audience with you? Actually, it's probably pretty high because the people who would watch would seek this out. Would yes. be The ones who would watch it. Right. So I think, I think that's true. I think, I think one of the issues is like, I'm not a fan of Miyazaki already. So like, why mm-hmm. would I be a fan? Why would I have enjoyed this one? You know, yeah. I didn't even want to see it, but Andrew's like, no, we should see it. It's like, a, it's supposed to be his last film. And I was like, all right. And then we went, I wanted to see Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, uh, that one's getting great reviews. And I, I know, I I'm excited. Really Don't worry. About I will go. I will be seeing Godzilla soon. <laughs> okay, Godzilla minus one, by the way. Yes, Godzilla that's minus one. one. The, new, yeah. the newest one that's on theaters right mm-hmm. now. Um, it's, getting, which, it's getting great reviews, but God. You know, I fucking love a giant monster movie. Would Would you have liked this movie if there was a giant monster in it? There kind of were, to be honest. Well, there are weird monsters oh, in Jesus, it. Jesus, really? Okay. Yeah, not giant ones, but weird ones. Um. Anyway, uh, that's what I watched. I, I don't recommend it unless you like Miyazaki and then you'll probably like it. I don't know. <laughs> In which case you've probably already seen it. So <laughs> In which case you probably already went down to the theater to see it. Yeah, your 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 advice your your recommendation would have done nothing for someone who's Correct. already gonna watch it. Correct. This is not if, if I guess my recommend but the only thing my my review would help is if somebody who's like doesn't know anything about Miyazaki and was like, should I see this? And I'd be like, nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Berto, why don't you tell me about what you watch in a segment we like to call Berto on the Bed. All right, Dragon. So before I get started with my segment, yes, I'm going to ask you, Dragon, what is your second favorite country? My second favorite country? Number one, have... of course, being the U.S. of A. Oh, of course, the U.S. of A. Uh, do I have to say Colombia? Is that is that I the mean, answer you're, where, you're looking for? Wh- where country are your best friends? <laughs> they are from uh, Colombia. Okay, that's number one. Number two, what is your favorite <laughs> type of movies that's but, right a movie where an older man takes a young boy and goes let me let me show you the way of sexual whatever right dragon i don't think that's true but okay i mean you'd love the what's that fucking one the the really stupid call me by your name you made me watch? yeah that one you love that one right i do love call me by your name you're not wrong <laughs> yeah, yeah. anyway i watched a little movie called um well, it's a documentary on hbo mm-hmm. it is called uh Hold on, let me find the exact name. It is called Garavito. 
the serial beast. Okay. Dragon, do you know who the most prolific serial killer in the world is? I I'm, I think I feel like you're about to tell me it's somebody from Colombia. Luis Garavito. <laughs> uh-huh. He is a Colombian man who mm-hmm. basically, uh, from the time of, I believe, 1990 to 1999, mm-hmm. would just go from town to town in Colombia and kill like two or three boys. And by the way, not just kill them. Uh, rape them, yep. uh, necrophilia, all that stuff. And then, of course, um, would bury the bodies and then, like, uh, what do you call it? And would stab them, cut their heads off, all that fun, all that terrible stuff. Sure. As um, you do, as a serial killer does, apparently. Yeah, he did that all throughout Colombia. And it didn't come out until some cop started investigating like three murders and then eventually just start finding more and more and more and more yeah. and more and more and more and more. Um, so he is the number one serial killer in the world uh, yeah. as of right now. Yeah. Okay. He has, uh, I believe it's listed that he has 140 something confirmed kills. Jesus Christ. Um, it, He claims to have murdered 193. Okay. The problem is that uh, they can't find the rest of the body. So, and I, I can go into, well, the reason why they can't find it is because when he told them like, hey, I buried them over here. Uh, they go there and it's like, well, that was like five, 10 years ago and it's not there. Yeah. Like what all the, all the stuff here, there's like a town here now. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Um, so this is a, ve- I thought it was a very good documentary. It starts off a little slow. Cause, and mm-hmm. by the way, this is all in Spanish. This is specifically made for Colombians. Like okay. it is all in Spanish. So okay. you would love it. Um, I mean, I assume but- I can watch it with subtitles cause I do not speak Spanish. I mean, anyway, um, you, I think I, I really liked it. It's in four parts and it's basically, it follows the investigation. So I, I, there's one thing I really hate about the modern, like, uh, true crime, which is why I don't watch many true crime documentaries anymore mm-hmm. is because they start talking about like the victims. Like, yeah. Oh, look how he just, dis- Oh, this victim and this poor person. And then the family and oh the community and Oh, this people and blah, blah. And like, bro, I don't give a fuck. Fair I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I my empathy can only extend so far. Yeah. And in terms of a narrative sense, I don't care when you start with the victims. Yeah. Because like what I want to hear is actually like like what he did and how they got him. Right. And this is basically starts with this is how he how he got him. And they they did not go into details into the real horrific shit he did. They kind of like like look, he killed kids. Yeah. He also violated them and stabbed yeah. them. Uh you don't need to know about the rest. Yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> Trust it, me, trust us, it was bad. Yeah. And then they and they, but they don't harp on it. They're just like, yeah, we found we found the same MO. Yeah. We found the same MO. And it would mostly led with the investment. So it was mostly about the investigation and how they tracked them down. And literally like jumping on buses and going. Like detectives spending their own money, having to go from town to town and then going mm-hmm. to like the police departments and then being like, Hey, do you have uh, any records of missing children who were found dead? Yeah. And they're like, Yes, yeah, sure, here. And then they find them and then they go through the list and we're like, wow, these kids have the same MO as this guy. We think he's part of it. Yeah. And then and they, they just kept accumulating, accumulating. And then they literally hunted him down to the until they almost caught him in the act. He, some kid like ran away. And um, while the cops were like chasing and then and then he ran some kid like he started doing some kid. He fucking ran away yeah. and then uh, the found the cops and it was like, oh, he, he was in the bushes. And then they like, cool. And the cops and the taxi drivers and the cops got a bunch of the taxi drivers and they all were just patrolling the area. And the mm-hmm. guy stumbles out 
and then basically pretends like, oh, no, I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time. And yeah. like, we know this guy. And they interrogated him for hours. And really what it wasn't, it, was un- it wasn't until like one cop was just like, let me let me talk to him. Mm-hmm. And what he did was like, hey, man, I know you're a good person. But that but when you drink, oh, the devil comes out. I understand that. I can protect you. Just tell us what you did. And that's when he finally broke down and started like telling. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. And was he was he one of those guys where you're, it was like. You know, you know how sometimes they like want to get caught. They're like relieved when they get caught. No. Oh God, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. He just wanted to keep going, basically. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, he and he like so one of his things was he would like dress up in an outfit a lot of times as a priest or a beggar mm-hmm. or something like that, and that's how he would like lure the kids away. Mm-hmm. When I say kids, I mean between the ages of like seven and twelve. Mm, little. So oof, yeah, oh yeah, twelve little little yeah. kids. Yeah. Um, and he did it all throughout Colombia and Ecuador. And wow. yeah, oh, this is it's it's I, I really like the documentary. I really liked it. And uh, I really liked at the end when mm-hmm. they go into basically in his confession and he starts telling them everything. Yeah. Like this is how many people I killed. Uh, and he's just telling them like, OK, uh, in this town, I killed this many people. And then he would draw the maps. And when I say he would draw the maps, I mean, like he would be like, OK, there's a, a stream here. Mm-hmm. Uh, three meters from that is a bush and then three meters from that is a tree the body was buried underneath that tree oh uh, and yeah. then this and that and, like they were like it's insane the level of details that the the maps accurate details by the way yeah the maps would have that that's, he did over 10 fucking years that's crazy to me because can you imagine over so over 10 years mm-hmm. Berto, eight years ago <laughs> You yeah. went, you like ran a half. All right. Yeah. You were on that course for two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about the course. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what I ran yesterday. Dude, I, it, that's insane. I mean, I guess you're also not like killing a child at that time, but like. Yeah. Oh, and after, he would remember details so about times, the children. Like he so would say. You think like you'd forget. He would be like, oh, I killed this kid. I don't remember his name. Like, not that I don't remember his name. I didn't get his name, but right. he, uh, he, he liked to draw. Like he would say shit like that. Yeah. And like they, there were times when they were like, we know you killed four children in this town. And he'd be like, no, no, it was five. Yeah. Oh, and he'd be like, draw the maps. And they'd be like, well, the map doesn't work because the, the landscape has completely changed. Yeah. So we can't find these bodies. That's why he claims to be have almost 200 and they could only they could only verify 140 something. Um. Anyway, then they go into the fact that uh, he was put in a minimum security. Pr- after, let's let's just say it's all over. Right. They yeah. put him in a minimum security prison because he's like he has such good behavior. And the the guy who went to research him was like, yo, he literally sleeps two feet like like uh, what's it called? Five feet from the front from the front door. That, and then Columbia was kind of like, oh, that's kind of embarrassing. So then they put him in the maximum security prison. Yeah, that makes and more sense. Dragon, I, I, here's the fun part. Mm-hmm. Columbia does not have uh, conser- consecutive sentences. So what that really? means is if you kill one person, first of all, yeah. they, they have a max. If you kill a person, you have a maximum of of 25 years. No death penalty in Colombia. There's no okay? death penalty in Colombia? No. You have a maximum of 25 years, okay? Okay. At the end of those 25 years, they you have to they have to let you go. Okay? Okay. If you kill 10 people, yeah. You're guilty of all 10 people. You're going to jail for 25 years, not consecutively. 10 yeah. 25 years. So if yeah. you kill one person, you might as well just kill 10. It's not going to make a difference. That's so interesting. Um, the fun thing was that he is set to be released mm-hmm. next year. Of course he. Don't worry, Dragon. 
he died two months ago. How did he die? Uh, some type of liver cancer or something. Liver. Oh, oh some, n- some nobody killed him? No, no, no. Interesting. Um, so luckily, thank he God. Didn't, he didn't get murdered in prison? No, thank God. Amazing, right? Well, he yeah. also was like, they, they kind of were like, he's, we have to keep him separate well, from yeah, everyone I mean, else yeah, and not yeah, talk yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so, uh, narrow, Columbia narrowly escaped that. And by the way, the, the the president, when asked about it, was like, don't worry, he's not leaving. Yeah. Like, he is not leaving. I don't care. It basically was like, I don't care what laws we have to enact. It, it, he is not leaving. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Dragon, I don't want you to worry. I know, I can see that you're worried, right? Okay, yeah, like, sure. What, what happens if there was this were to happen again? Yeah. Dragon, do you know who the number two serial <laughs> killer of all time is? What the fuck is happening in Colombia? I don't, but I'm assuming they're Colombian. So. Um, he is Colombian. Mm-hmm. Number two. Uh, I'm looking up the number right now and I'm looking up his exact name because I remember it. Um, he is the number two serial killer of all time. He is in Colombia. Now, here's the thing. He was caught in Ecuador. Okay. Okay. Um, Ecuador has the same thing, except it's only 16 years. What? What is it? Is it is it just that I'm American? So I'm like, no, we punish that shit harshly, but only yeah, sometimes. But the guy's name was uh, Pedro Lopez. Okay. Uh, that guy that guy killed people, I think, in the seventies. Okay. And uh, they caught him, and then put him in jail. Six, I believe, he did sixteen years or sixteen mm-hmm. or eighteen, something like that. Yeah, whatever and then, the maximum um, is. Yeah. Um. Then he had to be released because that's that's Ecuador. He mm-hmm. was released in the in late nineteen nineties. Um. In the 2000s, uh, the basically there was a warrant for his escape because there was a warrant for his arrest because uh, some some kids were killed with the same mo. Um, and his mo was was similar except there was girls. So okay, oh okay. Uh, and guess what, Dragon? What? Interpol put him on the top ten most uh, top ten or whatever most yeah. wanted because uh, some kids in Europe winding up dead with that same mo. No one knows where he is. He's just gone. He's lost. How the fuck do you lose a child murderer? <laughs> And then the number two most prolific killer of all time. I will say this about, look, listen, I think the American justice system has a lot of flaws, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand why maximums exist, right? Okay. In other countries. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. But hear me out. <laughs> okay, go on. If somebody admits to murdering many, many children, maybe we don't ever let that person into any society ever again. Maybe saying, we just, you know, we just, we just, maybe we just execute those people. You're saying that a man whose nickname is the monster of the Andes. Yes. Maybe we should keep an eye up on him. Or just kill like, him. Honestly, some like, people just need to down, be put down. You wouldn't let a dog that over out. and over again bit people, right? Mm-hmm. That, that mm-hmm. only continuously mm-hmm. attack. You wouldn't let that dog keep going. You wouldn't just let okay. him off leash in a neighborhood, but, right? But that that's immoral. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Humans, humans are not meant to be in cages, dragon. Here's the thing. Yes. <laughs> I think that it's maybe less moral to allow a person to go out again to kill more children <laughs> just because you didn't want to keep them in the little cage for too long. Like, you know what that sounds like to me, dragon? What? American imperialism. <laughs> Let's move on. 
Your I'm, evil I'm American also, colonial imperialist ideas of I'm, locking up serial killers. How dare you? I'm generally I'm generally not for the death penalty because I think that it's very difficult to do the death penalty correctly, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I think the problem with the death penalty is not that some people don't deserve to die because I think some people do 100% deserve to die and should be killed by the state because it'd be better for everybody. But I don't think the state is good at determining that. That's the problem I have with the death yes. penalty. <laughs> Right, right. It's always that thing where if like, what if it's 100% true? Right. Would you be for it? And it's like, yes, unfortunately, we don't know how to do that. You're telling me when someone kills 110 children, we should put them in jail. You're saying like, you know, let's start at the base of Mm -hmm. putting them in jail for the rest of their lives. Yes, that's like the bare minimum. (laughs) The bare minimum. Well, luckily... You are not leader of the world because <laughs> countries have the choices of their own. <laughs> All right, let's move on, Dragon. Okay, go ahead. Uh, anyway, uh, I really liked it. It's four-part documentaries. It's only 40 minutes each episode. So it's like oh, a two-hour, 20-minute documentary. Yeah, that's um, yeah and I, 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 uh, Dragon, I think you would really like it. You okay. particular. Yeah, okay? and maybe I'll so check it out. So just, again, um, yeah, you won't because I suggested it. Well, I won't because I'll forget. And then also because Andrew is the one that ch- chooses what we watch and he will not want to watch that. <laughs> Anyway, well, also, what about the times when you choose what you're going to watch and then you go, oh, I know, I'll watch fucking, uh, what's that, Hannibal again? I haven't done that in a long time. Anyway. Yes. Let's move on. Next, Dragon, I watched a little movie called Back Draft. Have you heard of this movie? Nope. 1991 action thriller. It is a movie about firemen, the most manly of all of all uh, professions, right? Yep. This movie was it it basically was like the the blockbuster of its time okay it was directed by ron howard um it was it was composed by han zimmer it is starring kurt russell okay donald southern robert de niro jason jennifer uh jennifer jason lee and your favorite of the baldwins billy baldwin (laughs) okay (laughs) what year did you say this was 1991 wow that's a yeah that's a lot. Is it good? Um, it is good. It's just, uh, you know, certain parts of it were just like, all right, I don't want to see the point of this. But I, well, having wa- watching, rewatching it, I was like, because I saw it like young uh, when I was a kid and I only yeah. remember a couple of things. But yeah. rewatching it, I'm like, this is good. It's just like there's four different stories and um, it, it kind of, the movie doesn't let, since, since it's only two hours and 20 minutes, the movie doesn't let each storyline breathe. Like I, I wish yeah. they had just taken... A one of the storylines and just ran with that the whole time yeah. so for example robert de niro plays a um he's a fireman but his job is he investigates the fires to see if it's an act of arson ah. and i'm like that's actually far more that's really interesting i'd like to see that a movie of just that and then maybe a little bit of fireman stuff sprinkled in um and then there's a but the thing is that there's another uh storyline of like uh billy baldwin's father was a fireman and was killed mm-hmm. in the fire in a, the, trying to save people in a fire mm-hmm. and like like him he basically has ptsd from that he, yep. he was, his father was killed when he was a little kid he literally saw it happening in front of him oh. um and it's like wow he's got ptsd from that and that kind of like affects how he how he like functions as a fireman today and kurt russell is the older brother who also is a fireman and it's it he it affects him in a different way so he has like kurt russell is a more of like a fucking cowboy who's just like i will just jump into a fucking burning building and think think secondly but i'm also a fucking hero yeah um 
and that's why like so everyone kind of he has his respect but at the same time he's like he just makes a lot of bad decisions because he's just he, he rushes into things like that's another storyline right did you, and then did, there's a sorry uh no go ahead go finish it and then yeah we'll no go. there's just a bunch of different like story there's too many storylines in this and then the whole thing hinges on like um one firefighter is starting fires because he's trying to kill the like the guy who's running for mayor because he's like cutting the budget of things it's, it's like this whole big con- okay complete plot yeah that's what i mean there's, there's too many plots going on yeah 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 but o- overall i i really liked it okay dragon ask away um did you see that pete davidson movie uh i think it's king of staten island no um, i'm an adult it, it's just a, it's about like you know, Pete Davidson's dad was a firefighter during 9-11 and died the, in real life. In real life. Yeah. And like died at in 9-11 um, yes. trying to put out the, the Twin Towers. Um, but uh, it, it's like kind of reflected. Uh, it's reflective of that. It's like he's him like kind of grappling with that. And it's actually I really liked it. I people I know people didn't, but I, I thought it was really good. And it's uh, mm-hmm. it, one of the interesting things is like he's talking about like what it's like to I mean, not and not outwardly in the movie, but the movie itself, like the theme is like, what is it like to have your dad be like this hero, hero firefighter and mm-hmm. have you kind of grapple with the fact that like, because he was that he was gone for most of your childhood, right? He yeah. died. Yeah. And he, in, like, like, had, had he not, had he not tried to be a hero, he would be around in your life. Exactly. And everyone, everyone praises him. And meanwhile, you're like, kind of, you're kind of halfway angry at him because yeah. it's like, you, you should, I wish you were just here. Like yeah, you didn't so, prioritize me. Themes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah interesting themes um anyway i liked it I, I i thought it was good but that is an yeah. interesting thing like in something i don't know did have you ever have you seen any of the controversy that came out like recently about like how apparently a lot of arson investigation techniques are just completely fucking junk science and like not I mean, real i mean you could say the same thing about all the other fucking all the other uh investigations like yeah. like a lot of fingerprint analysis is kind of not junk science but it's not it's not Good. as it's it's not as cut and dry as you would think it would be. Remember the whole thing with the hair samples? Oh yeah, it's completely fake. It literally, FBI, legitimately fake. FBI was like, "Well, we put away thousands of people using this, but um, what are we gonna do? Let them go? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Lit- You'll have criminals on the streets who wouldn't be criminals if they were <laughs> if it wasn't for this. Literal junk side. That that mm-hmm. boggles my mind. That that, that we did. Teeth that. impressions. Teeth yeah, impressions is also another one. Bullshit. Completely yep. bullshit. There's uh there was a podcast. I can't remember what it was called, but it was uh you remember um wrongfully convicted. Yep. So they had they did an adjacent podcast mm-hmm. which was about junk science. It was literally. I think like I, I think I listened to it. Episodes. Yeah. Yeah. One, yeah. And one of the ones was about arson investigation. One of the ones was about teeth. Yeah. Um The te- the bite mark analysis, which is. Com- just completely fake <laughs> which yeah. is wild mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting too because like when you really when you hear about it and they explain like how like that science doesn't even make sense to begin with yeah it's you're just, just like, like wow oh yeah that doesn't like well i never even thought about that in my yeah. head i was like well obviously these people know what they have a doctor next to their name they should know what they're talking about it turns out like no they do not but the interesting thing is they think they do Right. Like they yes. think that they're correct. Like they do well, not think that it's junk science. That's everyone. They're the, yeah. the road to hell of played with good intentions. Right? Yeah. Once again, yeah. the experts. Oh, tool mark. Tool mark of evidence was also. Another oh, thing. yeah. That's like they're, they're like, oh, we can tell that the, the person who stabbed them is right handed and stabbed the person in an upward motion. And people are like, no, oh, no, it, I it, fucking it, have no idea. It's no not idea. Even, it's not even that. It's like looking at a wound and then like matching it to a tool. 
Like, he, oh, yeah, like, that's like a literal, yeah. like exact tool. You're like, obviously you can't do that. Like there, flesh rips differently. But, like you can't. And there, there are some things you can do that with, but they take, I think the biggest thing is like, they take it to a absurd, like yeah. the absurdity. Yeah. That's the bigger thing. Cause you can kind of be like, oh, this looks like it was made by a knife. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it's like, are you, how sure of this are you? It's like, I, you can't be a hundred percent sure with these things, but instead they're like 100% sure. Nope. Yeah. Definitely a knife that was a brand that this specific brand yeah. for this length and yeah. it was blah 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 it's like that doesn't even make sense no it doesn't but yet in my uh, in our heads we're all like yep nope that makes sense yeah they they must know what they're talking about well, they have a doctor you, next to their name you defer you like defer to expert we defer to experts on lots of things right like i don't yeah. understand how dna works but i'm i like trust that somebody does <laughs> yeah. i mean I, in my head i'm always like it's just all it's all just magic like someone else yeah. knows knows it so that's just magic to me yeah like, um, just it doesn't make sense like someone else i have to trust like when i take my car in to get mm-hmm. the oil changed i have to trust that they actually change the the oil because yeah. i don't number one i don't fucking know i'm like well fingers crossed they changed the oil correctly i don't fucking know yeah i know right any any a, a lot of medical things i'm like well all right <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, we have to do this. I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, they give me this look of like, oh, you're stupid. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, all right. All right. I'm, I'm getting that with my kid where they're like, do you want to give them these vaccines? And I'm like, no vaccines. You're such a liar. I know for a fact you're vaccinating your kid. Yeah. Um. Okay. No, anyway. but people, people, some people give you weird looks because they're they like, do, yeah. for example, for yes. example, they were like, do you want your son to have the COVID vaccine? I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> like, yeah. why? There's no point to it. It's like he's had COVID. Like he's already had COVID. Like, yeah. What wh- what is giving him the vaccine? The vaccine going to do? And then other people will be like, "Oh my God, you're you're it's like it's like well, what were you talking about? It's just yep. like he already had it. It's not a big deal. Yeah, he had it. He coughed for an hour and then it was done. <laughs> um, he had, he are you saying saying he had the typical child's uh, reaction to COVID? Yeah. yeah. Where he yeah, got yeah. mildly and sick and then everybody else got fucking knocked on their yeah. ass. <laughs> and they're like, oh, but there's no, there aren't really any real side effects. It's like, I, I don't care. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. need it. It's not even a fact that like, I think there's, oh, it's dangerous and this and that. Blah, blah, blah. It's just like, literally, he doesn't need it. Like, yeah. why am I going to give him something he doesn't need? It's it's interesting. It's interesting with a lot of these things, like, you know, being pregnant, you have like a lot of medical choices you have to make. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like the norms, right? And then there's yeah. like the stuff you have to consider. And it's it's very interesting for the things that like, well, I feel like I, the things that I would cons- that I don't want are things I don't want because anytime I've ever had a medical intervention, there's always a side effect, right? There's always yeah. a side effect. Like you can't, you don't have anything that's 100% side effect free. So to me, I'm like, well, I would err on the side of not having a medical intervention and not having those side effects unless yeah, there was, unless there was a reason for it, you know? like. Agreed. It's know. like a cost benefit exactly. uh, analysis, and I'm like, well, like the cost, the cost doesn't, the the the, the benefit, benefit doesn't there. Yeah. outweigh the cost. But okay, right. we should move on. Dragon. Anyway, back to yes. uh, 1991 movie. Oh, I still, I enjoyed it. Okay, you know, next, it's on on Netflix. Next, Blade Runner, 2049. Dragon, have you seen this movie? Yes, I watched it, starring the Gaz, your boy Ryan, yep. the Gaz, Goslin. Mm-hmm. Hera, the sun, Ford, Anna, the dead, Armas. <laughs> You're killing it right now. <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> no, um, I tried to watch this, I think during the pandemic in 2020. Mm-hmm. And I got like an hour in, maybe an hour in, maybe 40 minutes in. And I was like, I, I can't watch this crap. That's and I wild to out. me. I really liked it. Go ahead. I, so here's the, th- I, I'll tell you why you watched why you liked it. It's because it's a fucking mood movie. <laughs> now, the only reason why I watched it is because my brother was like, oh, you know, I really like this. I really was like obsessed with this for a minute and this and that and like the style that this guy has. And I was like, all right, I guess you can watch it. And as he's as we're watching it, I'm like, you know, doing stuff in the kitchen. I'm cutting things up. And then it's like, all right, I I, I see. I think there's a good movie in here. The problem uh-huh. is that it's two hours and 43 minutes. We're, meanwhile, we have like an hour and 10 minutes of story. Yeah, <laughs> which is again also weird because normally when something like this happens, I tend to like it. Yeah, but yeah, this I don't know. I I was like, look, I think the story is good. It's just I don't know why the fuck this has to be so long. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, the first one is kind of a mood movie too. Yeah, I I, I thought it was okay. I, I saw the first one and I thought it was meh. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. You know, no big deal. You know, okay. I know I know everyone's like, oh, it's the greatest sci-fi movie ever. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. But, you know, I, I see why people think that. Yeah. I, it just didn't. Maybe maybe it's because I didn't see it when it first came out, but it just didn't hit me the way it, it hit other people. Yeah, that's fair. But um, yeah. Anyway, this, uh, I did enjoy watching the fact that this became like 10,000 memes. <laughs> that is true. And that is Dragon, very fun. Yes. Dragon, uh, just so you know, the entire time while I was watching this, all I kept thinking was like, bro, Brian Goslin, that's that's still like me. That's just me. You're Ryan Gosling. I'm, it's like I'm Ryan Gosling. Uh, w- in That's, what way are you Ryan Gosling? Please, um, please elaborate the on Runner, the statement. Blade Runner 2049 way. That's how. I, right? Again, unless I'm watching Barbie, in which case I'm like, well, that's <laughs> that's uh, that's like that Ryan Gosling. That's me. That that character. That's still me. I mean, <laughs> or if I'm watching Drive and then I'm watching that and I'm just like, bro, this. D- d- yeah. drive he's just, just that's me that's just me bro that's just Roberto, me. i think that you maybe just have a crush on ryan gosling <laughs> no 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 that's me that's me that's me i think maybe you just like uh quote admire ryan gosling a little bit more than the average person <laughs> um uh, i don't know but when i was watching uh what's it called the first man i was like bro that ryan gosling that's me that's just me. What can I tell you? That's me. You fucking, you, yeah, yeah. Okay. You love the gods. I get it. <laughs> All I get right. It. Anyway, it's it's whatever. I, I don't know. I I can see why people really like. I think it's one of those movies you either go with or you don't. And yeah, uh, I just didn't. I don't know. Sorry. Interesting. Well, not not that not that I thought it was bad. It's just it's fine. It's just I don't know why the fuck it's gotta be that goddamn long. Anyway, that one's on Max. Next, Dragon. I watched a little movie called Spiderman. Across yep. the Spitterverse. Have you heard of this movie? Uh, yeah. I know you have. I have heard of this movie. Is this the newest one? All of them are yeah. the, all of them are named the exact same. So I don't fucking I, know. You're right. And you're, like, I have to just tell you what which one it is. It's like, yes, yes this is the newest Spitterman. Okay. Okay. The animated um, one, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's the cartoon one with Miles Morales and um he's uh what's it called? The the fucking uh Oscar Isaac. Okay. Okay, that's the that's the uh, the the head Spider-Man in the okay. Spider-Man clan. Okay. Um, uh, this one's currently on the Netflix machine. Dragon. I don't know how to sit, put this in any term other than this is a fucking masterpiece. Holy <laughs> shit! Christ Almighty, this is so fucking good. It is so this funny one, to and, me. 
Go, go and ahead. Into the story. This one and into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. These are like two fucking masterpieces of cinema. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. All right. Sorry. What you were saying? It's so interesting to me how much you do not like animated movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's fucking Spider-Man. And you're just like, it's a masterpiece. It's so fucking good. It's amazing. I think that you're just, I okay, nerds love Spider-Man. Yes. There's a reason why they love Spider-Man. There is. I I think Spider-Man is fine. <laughs> As a character, I think Spider-Man is okay. You know? Like, I, yeah. not that different from the other ones, I guess. I I just don't understand the, like, deep-seated love for this character, I guess, I, I suppose. But I'm also it's, never been, I've also never been a teenage boy. So what the fuck do I know? It is because, in my opinion, it's because yeah. Spider-Man is the one character who it's constantly, there is no happy ending for him. Mm-hmm. In, in order for Spider-Man to succeed, mm-hmm. Peter Parker must yeah. Peter Parker loses something because he has to be Spider-Man. And right. that there's no other... I don't think there's really any other character like that. Um, Bruce Banner and the Hulk are kind of connected. Yeah. So there is no, like, Bruce Banner in the world without the Hulk. So, so it's, a di- like, that's different. Superman and Clark Kent, it's not. It's two different things, right? right it's not right. the same. Like, Batman and, Bru- and Bruce Wayne. Like, he, it's, he doesn't... Bat- Bruce Wayne does not lose things because mm-hmm. he has to be Batman. I think right. that's why Spider-Man is different because he has to be, he has to be the hero. And because he is a hero, Peter Parker must suffer. So it's like that thing of like, how do I keep going on? How mm-hmm. can I keep doing good when it does so bad for me? Right. And then he just keeps doing it. And that's, I think my, in my opinion, why he is that character. That's okay. why people attach themselves so much to him because it's like in he, there's no better example of in order to be the good guy, he has to sacrifice. Okay. So and it and it's not the sacrifice of like oh uh, uh, like Superman has to save the world in order to sac- in order to stop the Green Goblin he has to sacrifice uh, fucking going on a date with some chick and I yeah. think it's that 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 those small world things that make people enjoy him more well that make him more relatable correct yes okay. I he, I, I do yeah I guess so I do get how he'd be like the most relatable superhero just yeah. by virtue of being a fucking kid from Queens but like yeah I don't know. I, I still I it is it uh, it always surprises me and I like these movies like don't get me wrong I do like these movies it just always surprises me when people who don't usually like like animated movies or whatever are like just so fucking good. <laughs> Birdo, <laughs> Birdo? I'm yeah. just going <laughs> that, like that. <laughs> that's a, your exact. That's a exactly spot on. Your reaction to these. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Um, yes, this is a fucking masterpiece. The first one's a fucking masterpiece. These things are just, I mean, Jesus Christ. I don't know. Like, as I'm watching this, I'm like, in my head, number one, the animation in this is insane. Yeah. The fact that they even were, someone in their head was like, cool, I'll just make this and put it together. And then yeah. people animated it in, in the different animation styles and all that other stuff. It's fucking crazy. And then the story that, like, they somehow blended this story into the first story and then made the first story even better which never happens i i definitely liked the first one better than this one mm -hmm. um i I also think that's because this one literally just like ends at the halfway point it's not a complete story oh that made me so mad the first one has a complete story i agree it's um and did i tell you did i tell you when we saw this in the theater our theater booed at the end because i I get it 
I understand. Yeah. Because even even like the, for example, the Lord of the Rings, it's mm-hmm. three it's three movies. It's a, it, you have to watch all three movies to see the whole story. Right. But the stories end at a point where it's like, okay, there's been an arc. Things have been achieved. Like yes. there's a solid end point and then and I can go home happy, but yeah. still think like, man, I can't wait for the sequel. Yeah. So exactly. th- I think that's why I think people want a significant, a real ending mm-hmm. to the story. They want the story. They want if, if there's a, even if there's a bigger story, they want one story to open and then close. Well, I think the but, weird thing, the weird thing about this movie, too, is like there is a natural ending point, like maybe half an hour from the actual end. And it's just yeah. weird that they didn't choose to end it there. I, I I mean, like, look, there's a point where he goes, he's like in the spider verse, whatever mm-hmm. the spider, where all the spider men are. Yeah. And then he, when he goes back home, I thought at that point they were going to be like, cool, okay, this is the end point. And I'd be like, okay, that's actually a good spot to end. I think they added an extra 20 minutes just to like set other things up. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, I, I feel like if you had just ended it right here, um, it would have like, people would have been less angry. Agreed. But uh, people you know were really angry too. I'm going to say this, Dragon. Yeah. Who the fuck am I? What would I fucking know? These people obviously know what they're doing. So I guess so. <laughs> who who am I to criticize them and be like, hey, you guys should have done it the way I think you should have done it. And they're like, cool, why don't you do it? I like, yeah, I like dude, that you, uh, you're, you're only self-reflective about that when it comes to Spider-Man, but not, not a single <laughs> other movie that you've ever watched. Who Blade Runner 2049, shut up, you're stupid. <laughs> stupid movie spider-man well what would i know right <laughs> anyway um oh yeah really fucking masterpiece masterpiece of <laughs> sure. fucking cinema uh netflix <laughs> let's move on dragon um all right i uh, watched the movie on shutter why i don't know why i just thought it had it had a nice it cover yep <laughs> had a nice cover had 50 percent, and i was like close enough and i put it on i've watched uh, many called... many movies on shutter for that exact reason <laughs> And it's like, you know what? 55% on Rotten Tomatoes has a nice cover. How bad could it be? Uh, it's called The Spoonful of Sugar. Okay. Um, it's about a woman who is kind of crazy and she takes, she she microdoses LSD. Okay. And uh, then she has to take care of some kid who's like severely autistic and like nonverbal and um, uh, like, like apparently allergic to a bunch of stuff. And okay. um, um uh spoiler alert spoiler alert she gives the kid a little bit of um lsd LSD. and it kind of makes him a little bit better in that he starts talking okay and uh the mother gets angry because the kid is now like uh he likes the her the girl better than him she's she's like you know helping to take care of him she's like a caretaker yeah um and then winds up, uh, they wa- the, the kid winds up going crazy. The kid winds up basically killing her. And then it's implied that like the kid does this all the time. He kills like the nannies mm-hmm. and then they have to bury her in the door and the, they have to bury her, bury them in the, in the, what's it called? In the yard. And I was okay. like, eh, I wish they had set that up a little bit more. Like I like that twist, but I wish it had been set up a little bit more. I don't think it was really set up. So was the LSD part of it just like a not not like the major plot point? The ma- the major twist is well, like it, that it's he, a major he does twist. this anyway. No, no, but but it was interesting because she's like she's kind of she's fucking crazy, but losing her mind also at the same time. Yeah, she's crazy and like microdosing, and it's not really helping, but she thinks it's helping, and she's slowly losing her mind, and then you. She starts giving the kid LSD. So it's it's that was more interesting. I think it was interesting right up until the ending. And I was like, ah, the entering thing could have been the ending could have been interesting, but uh, you know, it just wasn't set up properly. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, let's move on. 
Okay. Also, she bangs the uh, the 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 woman's husband. I so, thought you were gonna say the autistic fun. kid, and I was like, that doesn't no, no, seem no, good. No, 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 he's a little kid. He's a little okay. kid. I mean, just All to right. be fair, giving him LSD is not so much better. No, no, God no, God no. <laughs> you should probably not give a child LSD. Oh, especially especially an autistic kid when yeah. the doctor does not rec uh, recommend it. You know, no, seems like a bad idea. Yep, bad idea. Anyway, yeah. um, next dragon, your favorite segment, flicks for chicks. That's where I watch chick flicks mm -hmm. all right uh i for christmas i watched a little movie called the christmas train this is a hallmark christmas movie like literally the hallmark a literal christmas hallmark movie. okay okay yep uh 2017 it's uh you know starring a bunch of people who you kind of are like i think that i remember that guy from something <laughs> um and and danny glover this person who i'm like oh yeah it's danny glover but uh it's just i don't know it's, it's a fucking dumb movie about a Christmas train. It's a train that goes from Florida to LA and it's like a four day train ride. Mm -hmm. And they do it to land, to basically land in, not land, but arrive in uh, LA on Christmas Day. And it's called the Christmas train. People go on it all the time. Okay. Because that's, I guess that's the thing they do. And uh, it's just about a writer who's like meeting different people there. And, okay. you know, wouldn't you know, he rekindles old love. Sure. And, and guess what? Yep. Everyone, everyone, literally every single character in this movie, happily, happily, happy ever after, you know, Great. the old man finds a reason to live again. Uh -huh. The old train conductor, he finds uh, another purpose in life. Okay. Um, the the movie director finds an actress. The actress finds a new role. All these things converge. People find love. Uh -huh. Blah, 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 blah. It's terrible. OK. 10 out of 10. Highest of recommends. I the the amount of bullshit that you'll watch and and like in, enjoy and continue to go back to and then the amount of stuff that you're like no this is this sucked I just can't wrap my head around what you enjoy. <laughs> it's on Prime. Next, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I watched a movie called the and I'm Dragon. I'm gonna pronounce this poorly. A Nija Christmas. Okay. Yes. No. I don't know. Um. The reason why I watched this was because this was a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. distributed by netflix mm -hmm. but it is nigerian oh okay like it takes this is takes everything is nigerian about it it was for a nigerian market okay this is not not for an american market at all Great. and then netflix was just like fuck it we'll just throw it on our netflix thing and i watched it just because i was like I, i'm interested to see what difference this and an american one would have like what yeah. what are the things they were the same and like i want to see the difference in the culture and yeah. I watched it and I was like, All right, I mean, it's not really I, it, it was interesting to see the Christmas stuff because there's no snow. So like, you know, right, makes sense. it's yeah. Nigeria. There's no snow. Um, but it, it's also like uh, like the Christmas trees are different and the way they like arrange things and all that stuff and the way everyone dresses. I'm like, this is so fucking interesting. It's just so interesting just to see, be placed into the center yeah. and just watch like another culture unlike my own and also the emphasis was um the story is basically this 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 older woman has three sons older sons like let's say like 30 years old okay and she's like all you boys none of you have given me grandchildren and it's funny because the the other women who like her the the, the mother's friends are mm -hmm. all like kind of nudging her and making fun of her for not having grandkids right which and she's like whoever here's here's the deal whoever gives me whoever gets married first they're gonna inherit the house and she has a big ass house okay um and by the way i actually really like this movie it was a sweet movie 
Okay. The, the comedy in it, there were funny parts. There were some things that are just dumb. Uh, two hours was a little too long for this. Yeah. But um, you know what? I, I, I enjoyed it. Maybe just, again, maybe just for the novelty of like seeing a different culture. Yeah, I, I understand that. It, did did um, it also help that Clara gave you the exact you and Jaime the exact same ultimatum? <laughs> I did. As I was watching with this with my chick, I was like, "This is just like my mom." Yeah. <laughs> just being like, "You fucking losers have not produced an heir." I can't believe you. <laughs> Making me look stupid when I talk to my yeah. fucking friends in Colombia. <laughs> and Dragon, you would think that I would become the favorite son because I'm the one who gave yeah. her a grandchild. Yeah. Uh, not the case. In fact, the moment <laughs> the grandchild was born, I became second fiddle to him. So that checks out. <laughs> uh, that that checks out with all your relationships, though. Every single one of us. <laughs> is like, oh, hey, Bruno. Yeah, did you bring Alejandra? Where's the baby? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we only talk to you because we we put up with you just to see the baby but um yeah i i one thing i did i did find different from this and the other christmas movie is yeah. that like there was a big emphasis on the mother being like you're you're supposed to fucking make you know, I, I want grandchildren i want grandchildren whereas all the other movies they don't they don't have a character like that who's like yeah. i want a grandchild instead it's just oh i just want you guys to be happy i just want to see you happy married or whatever and it's just like well, that's very, I feel like that's very American. You're like, you're not allowed to, there's like a trope in America of like the nagging mother-in-law who only yeah. wants you to have a kid, you know? Yeah. And, but this one, she's the good, she's like, she's essentially the good guy. Right. Right. If, she's if this not was the like, nagger. If, if this was it's an like, American, if this was an American kids. one, it would be like, uh, it would be like, she's a, she's ruining Christmas, you know? Yeah. The, the lesson instead, she would learn is that you don't need kids to be happy or something. Which is fucking insane, but okay. <laughs> you know what? I, as a father now, I find, as a father, I view things very differently. Yeah. So, Are you I offended? I'm offended. I understand people saying, thinking that, but now I'm just like, what the fuck else do you have to do with your life besides make other humans? <laughs> That's, you know. What do you, what, what is, what purpose? It's like, oh, but but this and that and blah 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 and it's like bro you're literally doing nothing else yeah you fucking go you oh because you want to go out and get drunk on the weekend like that's why you don't have kids pathetic <laughs> it's pathetic yeah anyway that was me <laughs> that was me up until like a year and a half ago anyway <laughs> i like that the, the second the second caroline got pregnant you're immediately like yeah having kids is the best like, i don't know why yeah. <laughs> what else the purpose do we have in life one day before that, it would have been like, why don't you have kids as a stupid? Uh, okay. Anyway. anyway. Uh, finally, I watched a movie called Destined at Christmas. Dragon, this movie is the definition of a Hallmark Christmas movie. It's about two people. Uh, two, two, they, two people, they have a meet-cute at yeah. um, doing, you know, uh, what's it called? Fucking Black Friday shopping. Okay. And the entire movie is them trying to run into each other. They both kind of like they, they 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 have a connection and they're like, oh man, and I didn't get I didn't, she she didn't get his number. Mm -hmm. All she got was a first name and all he got was a first name. Okay. And the entire movie they spend just being like, okay, I'm gonna try to go here and hopefully she'll be co back there. And it's just it was actually kind of fun to watch the movie show you them almost meeting up like yeah. 17 times. And right. just like these little things where it's like the, the guy has a daughter. Of course, he's a single dad with a daughter. Sure. Of um, and she, and it turns out like she goes on a, on a field trip. Um, she goes on a field trip. 
and to to uh like the museum where the woman works so yeah. it's like the girl sees the the woman and, but doesn't know that that's the, the right, woman right. that the dad the, is like pining over right and little things like that like like oh they they have to leave oh they they wind up going to the same play but the woman is like, oh, I'll, I'll, I have to go right, and literally she walks out the door as the guy walks in. So little things like that. It was, I, I thought it was cute. It was okay, cute. okay, ten out of ten. Highest of recommends. Better than fucking uh, what's it called? The fucking uh, hot Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, that 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 Hallmark Christmas movie that probably had a budget of like thirty thousand dollars is definitely better than Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Again, my favorite thing is to just watch these movies and just keep telling myself this was probably filmed in June. Yeah, 100%. because they they CGI in the snow. <laughs> like everyone is wearing like these big ass coats, but the zippers are all open. Yep. <laughs> like everything is just they probably did it in like two takes and most of them they have to do it in two takes because they have ch- child actors child actors are the worst because like you have like five seconds before they do something stupid on yeah. on before they forget that they're being filmed so they start like i don't know looking around fucking you know hitting each sure, other sure, or dumb sure. shit like that um yes also right, they can only you. work like th- three hours or something like that yeah they're terrible yeah and they should all just be played by adults I agreed. Hard to agree. No kids ever in any movies. I want someone with a five o'clock shadow to show up and be like, I am your three-year-old son. I think there there is something hilarious uh, about that. Gaga goo goo. Yes. All right, Dragon. Let's let's move through our final segment. Okay. All right. Uh Dragon at the movies. Dragon, you mm-hmm. chose this week. So I did. why don't you go ahead and tell us what you chose? So to keep us in the Christmas spirit, and so I didn't have to watch another Christmas Hallmark movie. Um, I I chose, and there's another reason I'll tell you about in a second. I chose Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. So, um, this was one of Andrew's recommendations. Okay, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what should I do? Did and he was like, oh, we're gonna watch Home Alone Two soon. You should do Home Alone Two. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. We'd love to do Home Alone Two. Forgetting that we were gonna watch Home Alone Two again because we were going to see it in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I just forgot and thought it was like on Andrew's list of stuff to watch. But what actually happened was we, like a month ago, we bought tickets to go to Nighthawk to brunch and watch a 35 millimeter print of Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Berto, oh, oh, wait, you need, sorry, this is, uh, it's also streaming on Disney Plus. It comes in at two hours. It's from 1992. Oh, I forgot to do the directed and starring and stuff. Sorry. So, uh, directed by, directed Chris, by Columbus. Chris, Chris Columbus. And it's starring Macaulay Culkin, obviously. Um, and uh, Daniel Stern, uh, Joe Pesci, John yeah, Hurt, Daniel Tim Stern, Curry. Joe Pesci, John Hurt, Tim Curry, uh, uh, Devin Retray uh, uh, plays his brother, uh, Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara, blah blah blah. Anyway, uh, Macaulay Culkin, a who's who, yeah, a who's who indeed. Um, <laughs> Berta, when I picked this movie, I remember you going, Have you watched this anytime soon <laughs> or anytime recently? And I was like, Nah. <laughs> And you're mm-hmm. like, okay. Um, I don't know what you were talking about because this movie's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Okay. Uh, the synopsis is basically so everybody knows Home Alone. Everybody knows the first one. This is the sequel to that, in which um Kevin, our our star, uh, instead of missing the flight entirely, gets on the wrong flight and ends up in New York and somehow hilarious hilarity his his way through like being in New York City. <laughs> Right. by being like a precocious kid As um, a and having does. and having his dad's credit card <laughs> mm-hmm. and then of course because of a, a hilarity uh, or a hilarious um a, a mix universe up. mix up right um mm-hmm. the two guys that robbed his house in chicago happened to find bandits. him yeah the wet bandits happened to find him in all of new york city 
as you do mm-hmm. you know i run into people I know, I know all the time in new york i actually do run into people sometimes but uh great plot great movie 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 um, <laughs> all right Dragon. anyway because because i saw this in the movie theater i did not take notes during well, well which well, is fine yeah which, i have a lot of notes don't you worry okay yes let's go i would love to hear your notes on this okay number one mm-hmm. let me just say this dragon this is a movie mm-hmm. about child homelessness in new york but it's fun but it's fun it's a movie mm-hmm. about a surprising amount of homelessness in new york yeah there's honest. multiple homeless people in this movie and they're yeah. all fun they're so. all fun yes oh yeah, so, right right I, I, there are hookers in this movie that mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. like played for laughs which i think yeah. is very funny also the prota- the- again the protagonist is 10 year old 10 years old in this yes there was so in our theater there was a uh i think a birthday party happening and yeah. there were um approximately a dozen i would say seven-year-old girls that were watching this movie and Jesus Christ. okay they liked it you know except right. for one of them during the part where um uh joe pesci and uh what's his name um and Daniel Stern, Daniel were, Stern. yeah, we're doing their like they were doing like the home invasion part of the movie, you know, with all mm-hmm. the pranks, pranks. Harry and Marv, yeah, Harry and Marv, yeah. <laughs> uh, where where uh, Kevin McAllister tries to kill them with like many many different ways. Um, right. One of one of the little girls, I heard her go, "I'm scared, it's scary," <laughs> just like ran over to her mom. I mean, she's and not I was wrong. like, she's and not again, wrong. These people, look, like, the, the, listen, the the headline the next day in the newspaper would be like, two men in critical condition after child's uh, booby traps house. <laughs> one of one of my lines in this was, uh, one of my notes in this was, uh, as an older man, all of these pranks would put me out for the night. Uh, it would kill you. <laughs> like, would, you yeah. I like truly well, don't not, think you would survive. I, I truly then don't again, think you would survive some of this. Then again, just as a reminder, I was hit by a car and then basically oh my God, you were got fine. up and walked away. <laughs> I was hit by a car and then walked away like it was nothing. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was nothing. Come on. It's just a fucking car. Let's just relax. a car. I don't know just why people car. are so scared about getting hit by cars. Um, I was going 20 miles an hour and I landed on my feet. What's the big deal? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Alejandro's back. What did he think yeah. of Home Alone? And well, what he thought about was he's grabbing my wires and playing with them. So yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So Alejandro was not enjoying it because it was not bubble guppies. <laughs> Fair. Right. So I, I don't want to scare you, but I might have to close my laptop because somebody is hunting for it. That's okay. Um, why don't you? Uh, what what else did you? What else did you have? Do you want to just go through it? So this is I mean, like sure. a great. This is a great. Um, <laughs> uh pre-9-11 movie in terms of like the, what happened at the at the uh airport T- towers just, like, yeah oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah no what happened at the airport would just not have happened <laughs> oh god no after 2001 in fact i'm pretty sure that kevin would have been arrested for running into an attendant <laughs> yeah 100 percent, and detained immediately and it, it's like the flight attendant was just like oh just get on the plane it's fine and then he got on the yeah. plane just oh do you see plane. your parents yeah it's like no then none of that would have happened Mm-mm. now let me just say this yeah the beginning of this is pretty weird okay yeah number one they go to a, pl- a show mm-hmm. in which an entire auditorium is laughing at a child yes because someone put lights on his ears yeah i mean look dragon you know me right uh-huh i love pranks as much as the next guy i guess so <laughs> i don't think that's a particularly funny prank you like picking on kids <laughs> i mean like i enjoy picking on a child yes i enjoy humiliating children <laughs> yeah 
but that's just not that it wasn't that clever or humiliating i i agree i also i was like i thought it was going to be a dream like i forgot you know because i haven't seen this in so long that when it's like the whole audience who alejandro also disagreed hot takes he has some hot takes um but the whole audience of adults laughing at this child just i was like this has to be like a dream thing you know like he's gonna wake up and it'll be like the day of the whatever but it yeah. wasn't also, it was it was just real kevin is an ungrateful bastard his his father was paying for 14 people to fly to florida oh man me and andrew had a lot of chats about the economics of this movie <laughs> well yeah i mean it doesn't make sense but like he and then Kevin is like, how dare they, how dare we go to Florida? Which also, like, what are you doing going to Florida for, for Christmas? What, what, Hard what is wrong with you people? I was like, like I, well, the, okay, so in the last one, they were supposed to fly 14 people to Paris, right? Yeah, which is, again, also wild. I I think, so me and Andrew were talking about this after, and we're pretty sure the McAllisters come from old money. I'm pretty sure the McAllisters are involved in some type of mafia. <laughs> I think so. Here's what I think. I think that the the dad, right, um, mm-hmm. Kevin's dad, is like a trust fund kid. Okay. Right. And I and and this is this has bared out because his brother owns a full brownstone on 95th Street and Central Park West that he Correct. is gut renovating while he spends who knows how long in Paris. Right. Correct. I was yes. like, there's no way these are not trust fund people. There's no, no way. It's mafia. That's old. That's old money. That's old money. Ma- First off, they're from uh, uh, Chicago. They're in Illinois. Yeah. Near Chicago. Uh, Dragon. Because they go to O'Hara Airport. That's in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. They're in um, Chicago. Dragon. Yeah. Dragon. Yes. That, that's notorious for being a mafia town. Okay. They're a mob boss. They're, she's a mob boss. He's I don't... Basically, basically, the a companion piece to this is Tony Soprano. <laughs> so I think that Kevin's mom, Catherine O'Hara, just mm-hmm. married into this money family. And I think that Mafia, Mafia. Uncle, you know Uncle Frank, the mean uncle? Yeah. I think Uncle Frank is Catherine O'Hara's sister's husband. I think that blonde lady is Catherine O'Hara's sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes sense. This is how this is how in my head this works, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they when they go to Florida and they're in this shitty motel, it's because Catherine O'Hara's sister stayed there when she was on her honeymoon because she doesn't have any. Which is what money. they said. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Again, those are those she, are the economics for this. She married into a mafia. Yes. And Kevin McAllister, ungrateful mm-hmm. little kid. Ungrateful. <laughs> All right. They're going to Florida on vacation. And he's like, oh, this is stupid. My family's stupid. It's like, bro, I just you're talking a lot for someone who makes no who's not involved in the mafia and makes no money. <laughs> One of the interesting things about Home Alone is when if I when I was a little kid, if I was suddenly separated from my parents. In any way, shape, or form, I, 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 I would panic immediately and find a person, find an adult, and be like, I can't find my mom. <laughs> it would never. That's also you, Dragon. Yeah. What about true. a man's man? Oh, is that what Much you would like have done, Kevin? When you were ten years old, tell me what you would have mm-hmm. done if you had gotten lost see, at an airport. Ten years old, I was in the fifth grade. Was I? Let me think. That would be no. 1993. Was that fifth? Grade? Um. Yeah, it's like five years. Uh, it's like 1993. What would I be doing in 19? Honestly, I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, you were a little jet setter because you would you flew from Colombia and and stuff. I I never yeah, did yeah. that. I didn't take an I didn't take an airplane until I was 20 and I studied abroad. That was the first time I ever was ever on an airplane. <laughs> I was, let me let me let you know, Dragon. When I was in Colombia, I also studied abroad. Am I right? No, my, absolutely not. <laughs> Alejandro, cover your ears, Daddy. Don't listen to that. Yeah, don't worry. He doesn't listen to you ever. <laughs> 
Um, okay. Anyway, and that that is my understanding. So like the whole economics of this thing is just wild. They also one of the other things is not only yeah. did the entire family fly to Florida, fourteen oh, plane yes. tickets, right? They got fourteen or thirteen, I guess, last minute plane tickets on Christmas Correct. Eve from Florida to New York City. Well, I don't know how if much they got do you think those tickets at Christmas were? Eve because she got the no, tickets. They um, they arrived Christmas Eve. The tickets. No, she, they arrived into New York City at the end of the movie to like find Kevin. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On right, Christmas right, right. Eve. Yeah. So they had to have bought those tickets within yeah, a day of flying. And they got somehow got all 14 of them into New York City at that point. That's crazy. I mean, that's, that's, you're right. That's, that's insane. Again, that's mafia, insane. again, mafia money and mafia connections. It's no yeah. other way. There's no other explanation. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Um, okay. Anyway, what, what are your, what are Here's your notes? Yeah. My me. notes. Number one. How the fuck did Kevin yep. get a taxi from the airport to the, the, the whatever, to New York? And the taxi driver doesn't go like, what the fuck? Yeah. Where are your fucking parents? Yeah, you're 10 years How, old. He's out sightseeing. He goes from the Twin Towers, which is yep. like fucking southern Manhattan. Yeah, he goes Battery Park, goes, Twin Towers. <laughs> go ahead, he go. is all over Manhattan. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming taking the subway or taking taxis or something. But he is he is sightseeing by himself and not one person. Yep. goes who the fuck is this kid by himself where nope. the fuck are your parents not not a single person not, and no I, I call shenanigans on that because i know new york city is not like ever portrayed as like a nice place but if we saw a kid running around by herself somebody's gonna say some shit i see kids running around all the time by themselves and then i see a parent right behind them and i'm like yeah. oh, okay good yeah again maybe that's just because i'm a good person and a father but also uh someone yeah someone once told me uh right, right before i had a kid he was like uh, oh when you become a dad you become everyone's dad yeah and i didn't understand what he meant until it happens and yeah. now he's exactly right because i see kids in the park and i and i'm like where where's the kids parents okay the kids yeah. parents are there so like, i'm like where, it's almost like i'm looking person, out for them right like where's the person i, I see some kids like just run over and i'm just like let me just make sure okay okay he's good yeah. he's good he's good yeah, so exactly. it's like ra random strangers at the fucking park and that's what i'm doing anyway mm -hmm. um i will say he's kind of clever for a 10 year old which uh true just weird but he comes up with these plans that kind of work um what else did I? Yeah, he's also spending an insane amount of money. Just crazy, crazy amounts of money. Like Again, I, mafia money, but still. Oh, I was like, I was like, even the just the cabs alone, and they going to, to like Chinatown to downtown to back uptown to this the, to kid, the park. Like it doesn't make any sense. The kid went to. Uh, I mean, it's called something different, but it's FAO Schwartz, which yeah. is the most expensive fucking toy store in the city. Yes, Duncan's and Toy buys, Chest is what it's called. Yeah, he buys. Two things. Yep. And it comes out to 20 something bucks, right? Yeah. I, in I 1991 did my money. I used my inflation uh, calculator. $52 yeah. today. That's wild. And that then gives definitely... him another 20 bucks. That's like almost, that's like uh, 40 bucks he gives Yeah. Me. That's like, that's definitely FAO Schwartz. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's just no way. No, it is. It is. It's FAO Schwartz. It's filmed yeah. in FAO Schwartz just for whatever reason they didn't give them licensing name. Yeah. Which um, is interesting because you think they would have. Yeah, right? It's just weird. Yeah. Well, the Plaza Hotel is like clearly like, <laughs> product placement. So, yeah. Although they do look pretty bad in the movie, to be honest. Who, FAO Schwartz? No, the Plaza Hotel. Yeah, right. yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know. I never bought into the fact of like, oh, if if the hotel looks bad in the in in the movie, then people are gonna think no. we're bad. I never bought into that because I'm like, oh, now all I think of is that hotel. <laughs> 
I'm like, yeah, oh, that's I, true. I wonder how much that would cost. It did make you know me. I mean? it, it did make me want to say it. I'm not going to lie. It looks very nice. It does. Yeah, it does. It looks very nice. And apparently, right? they'll and just get me a limo if I yeah. if I so choose. And a pizza. And a pizza. hot pizza, by the way. Yeah. In winter, and you get to meet Rob Schreiner and Tim Curry. Do you know what I would? By the way, Tim Curry in this movie. Fucking standout performance. I love Tim Curry. Fucking, he, I don't know what it is, but he read the script and was like, wow, this is fucking bad. You know what? I don't care. I'm going hard. I'm sorry. Hard. What What about the script is bad? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next. Yes. Um. Uh, uh, again, the, the kid is just spending money like crazy. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry is kind of suspicious. Mm-hmm. but uh, And I'm also like, why is Tim Curry sneaking into his room? Even if he thinks he's like up to something. Yo, that that takes that like I was like, why is he sneaking into his room? I agree. That to which that, a Kevin tricks him with a recorder that I can guarantee you does not sound like a person speaking. No, I do like that. That it's the same trick he already used. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a sequel, so yeah, I know, I know. But still, it's like it's like yeah, we couldn't do something like slightly different. It's even the same movie yeah. <laughs> from the first one. Uh, but I guess he just knows the movie really well, and that just makes sense. And a ten-year-old mm-hmm. would totally do that, just use the and same somehow, exact thing over and over again. Somehow, in New York, which yes. at any given point has ten million, uh, I think in like New York, uh, in Manhattan, ha- uh, believe if I'm not mistaken, Manhattan has like five million people on the island at any given point. Yeah, he runs into the wet bandits. Yes, <laughs> or the sticky bandits that they want to be called now. Yes. Correct. The chances of these people meeting up. I mean, it's just a movie. Like, that's, we just have to go with it, right? I will say, one time, I was in Bryant Park eating my lunch on my lunch break at work. Mm-hmm. Okay? And this is back when I worked near Bryant Park. And I looked up to see my college roommate, who lives in New Hampshire, walking through, like, right by me. And I did not say hello because I did not want to talk to her. But I did see her. And you know I was what, like, then? weird. You know what, Dragon? You yeah. convinced me. I rescind I, my criticism. I'm just saying, I've run into people in New York more than once where I've been like, that's weird. I rescind my criticism, Dragon. I already rescinded. You've Don't never run into somebody you know it. on the street? No, but that's because I meticulously plan out everything I do every day. <laughs> it's because you, whenever you see somebody you know on the street, you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, I fuck, run. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I see you on the street and then I start running. Yeah, I believe it. You just completely ignore me. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, he does the TV I, bit from the previous movie. He does the recording bit from the. He does the the. Oh, I'm pretending that there's someone in the house using like yep. strings. Yep. Yep. These are all from the previous movies. It's like he didn't learn any new tricks, but it's only been yeah. one year. This is literally the next year, and yeah. to me, to me, I was like, okay, McAllisters, Catherine O'Hara, explain to me, riddle me this. Mm-hmm. Last year, you ruined Christmas. By getting on an airplane, right? Yes. And losing one of your kids. Why would mm-hmm. you tempt fate again like that? Like, wait, this, <laughs> give this it a rest. Implies, yes. This movie implies that every Christmas they go somewhere. It does imply that. They live in Chicago. Yeah. Which I would say is a pretty good place. Like, I live in New York. Yes. People come to New York for the Christmas experience. Yeah. Right? Could you imagine me being like, I'm going to go to Chicago for the Christmas experience? No. Am I crazy? What are you an idiot? Yeah. Anyway, he gets remember when he got kicked out of uh he well not get kicked out, but he 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 has to leave the hotel. By the way, one thing I noted in my notes was uh these adults are ter- terrible. 
terrible adults at chasing a child. They're not, they're terrible for many different reasons though. It's not just the chasing a child. It's this child checked in to your hotel, Mm -hmm. completely unsupervised. All that happened was there was a weird phone call, right? That's the only thing that happened. Uh, and, and, and the person made a reservation with seemingly no end date to this, to this reservation. Right. Y- y'all were just like, yeah, okay. And then when the child showed up to check in by himself, you were like, yeah, okay. Just so <laughs> you know, he fine. also, again, because I, they probably, and my guess is they saw the McAllister name and went, oh, that's mafia. Yes. Um, he got a hotel the day of for Christmas. Yes. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. That, it, it only makes sense. makes sense if you believe that McAllisters are known are a known mafia <laughs> known mafia brand. Uh, your son has some shit to say about. Ah, he's <laughs> biting your toes. <laughs> he's gone. Bye. He just. No. He, Berto's son just came over, truly, legitimately tried to bite his toes, and then ran out of the room. <laughs> he's He's gonna try and bite you again i guarantee yeah basically (laughs) all right um so anyway he then uh you know sneaks into the carnegie hall with the homeless broad the pigeon broad yep which uh again weird okay thank you puppy thank you thank you he just typed in the computer and i just lost a couple notes great uh anyway he checked into carnegie hall well not checked into he's like basically now a squatter He's with a homeless woman. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and then has a heart-to-heart conversation with this, I'm going to say Irish? I, I think she's either Irish or Scottish. I think Irish. One of those that would be right. Yeah. One of those where they pretend that, that they, because, they, you know, they speak English, but, you know. But weird. But weird. Yeah. And then they pretend, but they don't really speak like that. They, like, we all know it's fake. Mm-hmm. You're right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's agreed. We, yep. We've agreed on that, right? Yep. A hundred percent. Okay. So, yeah. She fucking does, who's that stupid voice? Like, Arr! uh-huh yep <laughs> right yes she does that voice um, great homeless lady honestly i I just you. love the idea that she would uh no not you her oh. <laughs> i love the idea that she'd just be like she would smell so fucking bad she would just be covered oh, in pigeon shit horrendous. at all times horrendous smell horrendous and like just covered in her own piss. Yeah. Because there's no bathrooms in fucking Bros- in uh, Central Park. No, no, there. Well, no, there are actually. There technically are. I mean, since they're not in the winter, they're not open that much. That's true. And you really got to find them. My guess is also in the '90s they were not. <laughs> Correct. I feel like public bathrooms are kind of new. <laughs> Never know, uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. Just covered in piss and shit. Uh, pigeon piss and shit, yeah. and just fucking probably the she's been wearing the same coat for the last like ten years. Yeah. So it's just like probably I'm sure she can't even take her clothing off if she tried to to wash it. Yeah, it would um, it would like disintegrate yeah. if she took it off. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's just like cool. Let me just talk to this woman and hang out with her. Uh, and guess what, Dragon? Mm. Heart of gold, woman. Heart, with of, heart gold. of gold. Turns out she has no mental illness whatsoever, which doesn't make any sense. Weird, right? I mean, uh, maybe maybe if we started having conversations with homeless people on the street, Dragon, they would turn out they're they're not not only not only are they have no mental illness, yeah, but they just need someone to talk to and give them advice. I and, and that that person should be ten years old. My favorite, yeah. my absolute favorite part about this homeless lady and the whole like arc of her, like and Kevin McAllister, right, is mm-hmm. at the very end, Kevin McAllister after sleeping at the plaza in like the nicest suite I've ever seen 
upstairs, downstairs, made for a king at the Plaza Hotel, right? Yeah. He runs outside, finds her, and gives her two turtle doves. And I was like, Kevin, invite her to your suite so she can take a yep. fucking shower. <laughs> yep, yep. No, no, no. Why Why would you do Feed that? Her. Why would you do that? Obviously, she doesn't need that. Uh, absolutely wild. What an insane, what an insane thing that the only thing he gave to this poor homeless woman was a hot chocolate, which he paid for, and mm-hmm. to, and a turtle dove ornament for a tree she does not own because she does not have. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, <laughs> she got an ornament for a tree that she does not have. What is she gonna do with that ornament? It doesn't. It's like, oh, it symbolizes friendship. It's like I don't need friendship. What I need is someone to buy me a fucking sandwich, you little yeah. kid. I need a hot meal and a shower and new clothes. What the. F- Fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should have told his mob boss dad. <laughs> yeah, basically. He to like set her up with something, you know. Anyway. Oh, great. So now we get we come to the big finale, which is yes. the the wet bandits are gonna rob the FAO Schwartz for yep. a seemingly maybe two thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Just an absolute. I'm gonna say. I'm besides that, chest, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say five grand and I am really crossing my fingers that there's more twenties in there than singles. A hundred percent. I do not believe it's true. hundred <laughs> percent. I agree. Well, my, my whole thing about that whole plot. So they're, they're, their thing that they do is like they hide away in like a little houses in FAO Schwartz, like, you know, mm-hmm. kid houses, you know, like playhouses until the, uh, until the store closes and they got it came out to like rob the place. <laughs> But I was like, how are they supposed to get out? Like the doors are locked, right? Like how are they supposed to get out after they're done robbing a, the place? That is an excellent point. I don't know. But um, anyway, this is when we enter the point of the movie where it just becomes a cartoon. Yes. And we should not question it whatsoever because Hard agree. there's no way that it is not just a Bugs Bunny cartoon. A hundred percent. This Which, is much, much the like the moment other, it happened. Yes, the moment it happened, I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm in with this. I, I'm not gonna fight it. Like, why would I fight it? What, what good would I have fighting this? Yeah, agree. It just doesn't. You have to go with it, or you're yeah. not gonna have fun. Right. Um, there were there were some, there were some things that like that when they would get hit with stuff, where I was like, oh my god, like. <laughs> basically any head trauma that any of them had i was like that would kill them <laughs> yeah. yeah but you see they're bad guys so we root for this horrific violence to be incurred yes. on these people yes 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 but it also made me be like i hope none of these seven-year-old girls think you can throw a brick at somebody's head and they'll be okay <laughs> I, mean, I think dragon so when the original came out people said that mm-hmm. it never fucking happened no let's, let's stop pretending that kids are that fucking stupid which they All are right. stupid i was gonna stupid. say like you met you met kids have you not yeah, they're dumb, but they're the problem is that that is far too much work for them to then experiment with. Yeah, I guess so. That's fine. That 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 is true. It, just rigging any any one of those uh, booby traps alone would just be too much work. Yeah. And as we learned from the movie, um, oh, what was that movie that we watched this? Was it this year or last year? Um, yeah. Better watch. I think it was Better Watch Out. But like, uh, someone tries that and then just takes a guy's head off. Hmm. Because they, they were like, is it true if you, you do that? If you um, if if you throw the paint can off of that, won't, would that just hurt you or would it just kill you? And it killed the person. Yes, 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 yes. So I forget it what movie that was. God damn it. No, you're right. It's... um. Oh, was it Better Watch Out? That sounds, say it, was. it sounds like it yes, could be. Better yes, Watch Out. It was. Okay, thank you. Better Watch Out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my favorite part of that movie, um, all the doors, the knobs are way too high. Yeah. 
10 out of 10. So I'll give us film somewhere else. <laughs> um, anyway, so, so definitely not a place where hobbits can exist. No. Anyway. So Kevin basically booby traps his uncle's house that's up for renovation. You know, the beautiful, that like five story uh, <laughs> brownstone yeah. on Central Park all... West that they're yeah. gut renovating from the studs. And we can, we can just like move on from this because it's like, yeah, they, they are doing a lot of work on this fucking place. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, he does a bunch of booby traps. Uh, you know, hilarity ensues. I mean, literally, it's, we can't go through all of them, but it's just like a lot of. Uh, they're just doing the the ones from the original movie again. Yep. And um, yeah, I mean, it just happens. I, I don't know. And then then he leaves, mm -hmm. and then calls the cops. To which case, I was like, why didn't he just call the police and say, "Hey, two guys are robbing Feo Schwartz." Yeah. Send some police over there. I don't know. I the, the you know why because he's been... a responsible child. That's why <laughs> the whole thing could have been solved if this kid had just gone to a police officer at the airport when he arrived in the wrong city. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole thing could have been ended there if he just went yeah. up and he said, "I actually, I think I got on the wrong flight and I'm now in the wrong city and I don't see my parents anywhere. We were supposed to go to, yeah. we were supposed they to go to would Miami." Have Yes. Like remember the part where where he gets off in New York and then he asks the woman, "Hey, what uh, what city is that out there?" And then yeah. she's like, "New York." Had she just been like, "Where are your parents?" Like, he, it all would have just been like he would they would have called ahead and been like, "Hey, don't worry, your kids here. We're gonna put them on the next flight to where yeah. you guys are." Yeah, movie's over. Yeah. Anyway, that's real life. But um, I guess in this one, you know, hilarity gets him too. He stops a robbery, yeah. a robbery, uh. And, you know, Jesus Christ, Marv is so stupid. So he gets arrested and just tells the police everything. Immediately confesses. Immediately mm -hmm. confesses. Like an idiot. Yes. And I just love uh, Harry and, just, like, kicking him over and over again and telling him to shut up. And Kevin. But, again, it's it's basically just the Looney Tunes cartoon at that point. And, yes. again, you have to go with it. You can't you can't question these things of, like, this doesn't make sense. That but what it, why would it, why does Marv not have any peripheral vision? He can't just look down and see a giant hole. Doesn't make any sense. Nope, nope. But he just to be fair, he was to be fair. Marv was severely confused. <laughs> he, <laughs> he had so much head trauma. Again, that was reignited. He has the amount of CTE that man has. Yes, there's there's no way that these two men would have escaped from jail because they're brain damaged from the yeah. first movie. <laughs> like I don't know how they would have even gone from Chicago to New York. Honestly, they're like they're with their yeah. with the amount of like mental incapacity that they've had. And by the way, Kevin Kevin leaves his name on the brick that broke the the window. Yeah, he does. So yeah. what what is wrong with that kid? I have no idea. I well, I okay. that that's he's gonna not tip even, off. That's not even the weird part off, to me. He's tipping off the police to the fact that the mafia boss, the mafia father, his mafia father dad is in yeah. town. Yeah, that is so true. So he's like, it's just not good, not good. Bro, you know not the good. cops can't touch the McAllisters. <laughs> They're too powerful. <laughs> They're too powerful. The powerful McAllisters. Every year for Christmas, they try to arrest them, but they don't know where Here, they are. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Bruno. I will I will say this about the mob theory, all right? Mm -hmm. That McAllisters are, are mob people. I don't think that's true because I think if it were true, Harry and Marv would not have survived to escape from prison. Do you understand? That's a good point. What if, what if, what if it wasn't an escape? Oh. <laughs> what if they are they they're they got out because mm -hmm. they started to like uh you know 
you know, basically they gave the FBI information on the McAllister mafias mm, family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the escape was just part of like the FBI's like, all right, we're going to get you out, but you got to get the fuck out of the city. Go to New York. You know what? Like, got it. I, I this this honestly sounds correct now. <laughs> I think you're right. It has to be. It has to be. It has to be. Well, we're going to have to watch. We're going to watch. have to watch Home Alone 3 to, to, to prove it. <laughs> OK, deal. Oh, man. All right. Yes. What else? You All got? right. Um, now that's pretty much it, Dragon. Anything else? I have final mm. thoughts. Uh, I, I, you know what? This, I, I know I have a lot of nostalgia for this movie because I, it, this was a movie I watched when I was a kid. Although I watched the first uh-huh. one way more. Um, I still think it's good. I truly do think it's a good movie. I'm confused by the 35 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It doesn't. That doesn't make sense to me. Okay. Um, what about you, Bert? Smash, Smashly or Trisley? Oh, Smashly. Sorry. Smashly. It's great. I like okay. it. Classic. A classic okay. Christmas movie. You. Yeah. Go. Um, uh, I am not confused by the 35% on this. No, that doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. I, I'm not going to say, I still think the 35% is too harsh. I think the 35% is perfect right up until, okay, the wet bandits were robbing the, the place. Yeah. And then that's when like, uh, I'm like, all right, we're back to where I like what I actually wanted to see, yeah. which is him just doing the pranks. <laughs> and like, I, I just want to see the cartoon book. I just want to see the cartoon. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see, I don't want, like, I didn't kind of, I didn't care about him meeting the homeless woman and all that other stuff. Like all that is just filler until we get to the, to the moneymaker, which is the end. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, I don't know. It just like, it, it I, not, I don't know. I knew this was not good going into this. Cause I'd seen, seen, um, the original Home Alone, yes. Uh, you know, previ- like uh, relatively previously, maybe like three years ago. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, this is a good, fun movie, especially for kids. Yeah. Um, and this one it was kind of like we're gonna rehit those same things, and just doesn't hit the same beats. So it's probably just because I'm comparing it to the original. Yeah. Whereas yeah. You're, I, I, that's maybe hard. you're coming into this a little less blind. So, you know. That's, I guess that's my fault for yeah. having standards. Yeah, I mean, I would say that's generally <laughs> true. But I also think this is one of those movies that if you watch it at the perfect time, then there, there's no way you, I can convince you that it's a bad movie. So it's your Street Fighter is what I'm saying. It, I think that's true. I think that's absolutely true. Look, do I think it's a cinematic I, masterpiece? No. Do I think it's as good as the first one? Also, no. Do I think it was entertaining way, and I enjoyed watching it? Yes. By the way, I I, I still ent- I was entertained watching it. So, yeah. you know, I would give it a I'm going to give it a five out of 10 because it is entertaining. It's not a waste of time. Okay. I definitely entertained myself watching this. And part of it might be this nostalgia aspect. But, uh, you know, I can objectively be like these things. Uh, a bunch of these things are not good and also stupid. But yeah. Tim Curry's great. <laughs> Every scene Tim Curry's in is fucking great. So he is Accurate. he plays it so perfectly. Um, Agreed. Agreed. Tim Curry should probably just be in everything, to be honest. Yeah. All right. What are we watching? Oh, uh, well, Dragon. Are we going to watch Home Alone three next week? <laughs> no. Next week. We, next week we have a very that special. E- we have a very special episode next week, Berto. Okay, but that movie has Scarlett Johansson in it. Does literally, it really? for one scene. What? She literally. I'm, I'm not mistaken, and I might be, because I've seen that one. Uh, she has a scene where she like she's like typing on a computer. And the brother walks in and says something, and then she just turns and goes, "Oh, okay." And then like, that's it. That's her whole. That's her in the entire movie. You are right. She is in the movie. Okay. Now she might have a couple more scenes, but I re- I specifically remember that. Anyway, we should watch that one. 
we're not right? going to. No. Oh. Instead, let me tell you what we're doing instead, Berto, because we have a very special episode next week. Okay. 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 So we we are going to have a very special guest. Okay. Exciting. Yep. My, Exciting. My, my, my sweet, man's man? Yeah, a man's man. My sweet, sweet angel of a husband is going to be on. And, uh, um, man's man. A man's man. And we are watching. Uh, he insisted on this, I would like to say. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. agreed. <laughs> and I am here for the ride. Okay. We, we are watching four movies i guess technically i mean yes one episode let's say 16 hours of content <laughs> I, I put approximately 500 hours because i didn't <laughs> i had no idea how long this was so we're watching number one the fan edit of the hobbit this is <laughs> a, a fan edit that takes the three hobbit movies and condenses them into one hobbit movie that's like two and a half hours i think four Maybe hours three? four hours okay four hours <laughs> um um let me let's just say that i think it's very well described as the book edit the book edit yes yeah so basically this this is a an edit of the hobbit the movie that takes out anything that wasn't in the book which there was a lot apparently oh oh yeah oh Yeah. yeah so we are watching that plus each of the extended editions of lord of the rings one two and three here's the problem you're saying extended editions i would call them the definitive what you, the definitive what you should be watching i don't know why you would watch the theatrical cut okay. i don't even know why the theatrical cut was like was a thing yeah okay anyway um, never heard of these that it's because in the early 2000s nobody wanted to go see a movie that was four hours long um so we are watching those four things uh, and you said approximately 16 hours i think that was correct correct yes um and i guess we're like most of the way through we're doing pretty good with it um I uh, just started the the first uh, Lord of the Rings. I did the uh, the Hobbit, and I just started the first Lord of the Rings. You better get this on is it hard right? because you don't, my you son, don't have that much time. It's just my son's not paying attention, so I have to keep rewinding. <laughs> I assume you're you're doing the Clockwork Orange thing with him, where you like have him sit down with the eye <laughs> thing, and you won't let him up until he watches every second of it. He has to watch it. God damn it. Yeah. Anyway, Dragon, I hope you were excited next week for when Andrew and I go into a deep dive into Middle Earth. <laughs> I mean, we're going to be talking a lot about not even, we might even, we might, look, we're going to be talking a lot about maybe even the second age, the mm-hmm. third age. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a lot to go into. Okay? I um, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I also <laughs> haven't taken any notes on any of these movies. Um, okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's all in my head. I didn't think I needed to, to be honest, because I was like, oh, well, Berto and Andrew will just be talking the whole time and I'll we, chime in every once in a while. The entire time. time will just be us explaining details that the book, mo- that the movie did not. Yeah. Dragon, we have um, to go into, we're going to have to go into like Morgoth. I mean, we have to, we have to. <laughs> you have to. Um, something, something, Moria, something, the, something. The, the Similarians, <laughs> all that stuff. Deep. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm just saying words. There was a point during the, during the last movie where I had Andrew pull up a, a map of Middle Earth so he could explain to me. What you, yeah, I, I, quite honestly, I don't know how these things make sense unless you have the map. Well, what you know, it was hilarious. I had him pull the map up, and about twenty minutes later in the movie, they also pulled the map up. <laughs> so I you mean, you have see. to, you have to. And I was like, "Oh, Peter Jackson lo- knew." <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We, uh, anyway, we should, uh, that's yeah, what we we're watching. Do this, Dragon. All right, Dragon. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and send us off? Okay. Bye. Uh, okay. Bye.